Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of You Good with KJ. I am your host, KJ. And I first want to start off and apologize for not releasing a new episode last week. I was in the middle of prepping for Fan Expo New Orleans, which I will have an episode about either next week or the week after. But Fan Expo was absolutely amazing. Met so many great people. Everyone was so sweet. It was just a 10 out of 10 experience. But enough about that. Like I said, I'm going to have a whole episode about that bad boy. But this week, I am so honored to have had Chester Rushing on the podcast. We met in Chicago in October. And initially, he had we scheduled the Zoom to talk about the call because Cami and I have our podcast, Glitter and Gorse, we came on for that. But our conversation just was so good. We ended up going twice as long as was scheduled. So I had asked him if I could kind of make a little crossover episode and do half on Glitter and Gore and half on here. And he, of course, agreed because he is just one of the best human beings to exist on the planet. So I'm so excited to share the tangents, quote unquote, from that recording because there's so many great things we talk about teachers and music and of course film and it's just it's so good and just Chester is 100% one of the nicest funniest kindest people I have ever met and I am so glad that I can call him a friend at this point so without further ado here is the rest of the conversation I had with Chester and if you want to hear the entire the entirety, hop over to Glitter and Gore. That was our season finale for season 10, which is, if you're listening to it at the time of release, is our most recent episode over there. But without further ado, my sweet friend, Chester Rushing. Yeah, so, hi, I'm Chester. Oh, uh, hi. I guess you can edit. I, I, thank you so much, uh, Kaylee, for having me. I, oh, yes, of course. It's so great to see you again. Honestly. Yeah, no, I'm so excited. Where did we meet? Where did we meet? We met at StrangerCon in Chicago. Chicago. I couldn't yeah. remember if it was New Jersey or Chicago. I yep. loved Chicago. Oh, what it was a beautiful so good. city. I love how how cool the people were and just the vibe and the city was just so clean and nice. I I really I can't wait to go back. That was so cool. Love that. It was a great group. Everybody, you know the it ran really smoothly at least on the outs on you know us viewing it thank so. you i tried my best hosting those things you know like i have a lot of fun like i was in the first two seasons of stranger things mm -hmm. and you know that was a while ago like i'm a voiceover guy now like i do i've been Which working at nickelodeon for three years like yeah. right now i'm leading four shows that i can't talk about but you'll the public will know and you'll know in like a year from now or maybe more and it's like maybe we'll do another podcast i don't know okay i would love that no that's great no, that's so, um that so cool well and i have to tell you too i had told um some of my students today that we were doing this and they were like what wait oh I, cool. they, they were so excited and i was like i know i'm cool outside of work you don't know it you're cool inside of work outside <laughs> of work. you're cool all the time you're what you're a, you're a teacher right i'm, I'm a full-time building sub so i but i'm in the school every single day in a classroom every day so you're a hero you know i'm gonna tell you what I, my, all throughout my high, this is I mean we're gonna get deep real quick. I love all it. throughout my high school experience, my dad had cancer and okay. delivered, and it was like hard. My mom was the only one working, and theater was like my only solace. And I I take him to the the doctor in the morning, and then I'd go to school after that after I dropped him home. So it'd be like 
4 a.m., you know, then, you know, and it's a long days. And I would not have made it to where I am right now without really amazing teachers. And specifically, I mean, uh, Miss Amberly Farrell. She was, she went by Miss Amberly Farrell by. I love uh, it. Back then. But I'm, I remember just like after school, <laughs> I was literally crying and we were eating Almond Joys, dude. Oh. I was just like, I'm having a hard time. And I was like practicing because I was like going to state competition for acting and she was my coach. Okay. And it was like, I had someone to confide in. So it, it was like, it's so amazing what you do. And it means so much. And it, this is the first time I could actually thank her on an interview. Oh, I and, love it. Sarah, I love you. I don't even know if that's your last name anymore. But I love that. That's amazing. And that's um, so working with the freshman campus, it's I have them for a year and then they go to upper. And I saw a bunch of the sophomores today and they are all still so excited to see me. And I was like, oh, I love that. I'm, you know, because I'm not yeah. teaching them, but I'm an adult that they see every day and I'm in their classrooms all the time. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's some days are harder than others, but I'm sure. But they're funny. How did you how did, how did you do with the the whole at homeschooling stuff? How okay. did that how did that happen? I've that... got a great story for it. So sure. um I got a long term sub position, so literally two weeks before the world shut down. Right. So the only reason why I was able to work through the pandemic was this long term sub position. Now my background is film and English. I was teaching dance, PE dance over zoom <laughs> that's amazing okay and so because i have a dance background as well so that was how i got the job and then the next school year amazing <laughs> and then the next school year another teacher was going to be out because his wife had a baby so like oh you're going to do pe again over zoom <laughs> that's one of the best things i've ever heard honestly whatever gets you the job you know and then like, they... and it, and you were like qualified, which is like so amazing. That's the thing. Sometimes we get jobs, and I'm like, oh, I got that thing, like because of my laugh. Why everybody made fun of me, or or like the thing, or like something that helped you that was like many years ago. Like, oh, I can play the, I can rollerblade, and you're like, you can rollerblade, and you're like, yeah, the other actor couldn't rollerblade. Can you believe it? Like, that's and like, amazing. Good job. I'm like, wow. I mean. But dancing, that's beautiful. So what kind of dancer are you teaching? Um, So it was like, there were different units. And when we got to hip hop, I was like, nobody look at me. I can't do it. <laughs> it was not, oh. I was like, I was like a lyrical like tap kid. So when we got that's to that cool. like lyrical section, I was like, all right, you guys, let's go. But it was really fun because we were like, they like choreographed wow. their own things. And then, you know, it's just like, as long as you perform something, you're going to get an A. I don't, it doesn't have to be beautiful. Just as long as you try. <laughs> that's so cool. I mean... If my school offered that, I honestly, I would have taken it. Like, yeah. look at Hugh Jackman. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He's brilliant. That's exactly the same vein, right? Oh, absolutely. And that's, and the fun thing too, is I work at the school I actually graduated from for high school. So there are that's teachers. That's insanely cool. That's awesome. <laughs> so there are teachers that I'm working with now that I had as a student. No way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm like, I don't know what to call you. Like you're still Miss Lucas, but you're now married. And we found out you were, when you were dating that teacher, cause it's the whole thing, but it's so funny. I'm like, well, I'll try to call you Stephanie, but I can't. Yeah. I mean, I bet. Right. That's so wild. That's yeah. so cool. That's a full circle moment. You know? Yeah. Well, that was like also full... with Stranger Con with meeting Dacre because I used to work right. for a I used to work for a producer and he was attached to one of our projects for like a really long time. Yeah. And then he ended up dropping, which worked out 
for the best for him. And so being able to meet him, I was like, this is another strange world full circle moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's straight. It is a strange world, small world, strange yeah. world. You know, I mean, for real, it really is. And uh, I mean, yeah, I just honestly can't believe what happened with that show. I, I mean, you know, we Netflix wasn't like that big when we right. were getting that show. Right. And I, it was like a lot of our first thing ever. And, uh, you know, we went in with that, that love and, you know, you could feel it. I could tell when the costumes mm -hmm. are right and the set looks real. You're like, oh, I'm on it. And so are you a scary movie fan? I love scary movies. I love uh, I love them because I think my friend Mitch, he's a director on Big Nate, Mitch okay. Watson. He says, you know, scary movies are like, you know, they're kind of like kids stories for adults in a way. Like it's like, oh, you're like. Oh, it just like has a lot of like, the, you know, the campy ones are like, like a lot of blood. But like for me, I, number one, I'm a huge fan of animation and I basically watch, you know, a lot of like animation stuff. But when it comes to film, like Tim Burton, um, beautiful stuff like that, the early Clive Barker stuff, even the season one Stranger Things stuff, because that was all practical effects. That blew okay. my mind. And when you have a great practical effect in a movie, you cannot replicate it with CGI. It's just impossible. There's a there's a there's a nostalgic horror feeling that comes when the viewer watches something that took time to make happen happen. And I think that we're some people are preserving that more than others, you know. So what do you have like a gateway scary movie? Like what got you into the genre? I was like three years old and like three or four, probably about four. I was talking full sentences at like one and it was okay. weird. Like adults were like, yo, Chester's odd. <laughs> He's like very <laughs> smart. He's like way smarter than he should be smart. And I was like, thank you. Like I understood scary movies as a young, young child. Mm -hmm. I understood because I understood the cause after Matilda. Right. I was like, oh, that's kind of scary. But then she was like, oh, you kids can think for themselves kind of. Mm -hmm. And so I started thinking like, oh, maybe these scary movies are not that scary because they're not real. They're like made by people. Okay. So then my parents, I was like four or five, got me, I had the box set of the original made for TV movie, It. With okay. Yep. Oh my gosh. I watched those, the first part of that. The second part was kind of heavy. I didn't really like that. Mm -hmm. But the first part, you know, as a child anyway. Yeah. Uh, and the first part, I watched it on repeat all the time. And, and and during the first time I watched it, I wasn't that scared. I was like, okay, they're doing this. They're making this happen. And I was mystified. And I could see all the adults around me going, oh, what's going on? And me, you know, because like, I, I'm... My brain works a little differently. So I, I was like, oh, it's scaring them. That's interesting. And I was like, wow, I wonder how they're doing that. That's amazing. I love this. Even at a horror theme park where they're like, ah, jump scaring. I'm like, the interest I have or the artistry outweighs me actually being afraid. I ever since I was a kid, I don't know what it is. I, I'm mystified. I'm obsessed with 
how and not just horror but also like fantasy just fantasy yeah. in general and just like i was like uh, like in the new rings of power i was like wow their ears look so real i was like everything is awesome but back to horror one show that i have to say i am now on my almost done with my second i've never watched shows like twice except for like the sandman because that was amazing um i love did you see that yes of course oh yeah wednesday the wednesday show on netflix i was gonna ask you i definitely that's all we've been talking about at work this week has this wednesday i love it yes i thought it was fantastic there's not a bad character in that no every single person is incredible oh wow yeah no i I was gonna bring it up and you beat me to it. <laughs> the shots, the shot. We see we're on the same wavelength. The shots are so incredible. The crispness, the you know, it goes to show you like, yeah, and it wasn't overacting. Like it wasn't like over the top with the teen drama or mm-hmm. the the you know young adult drama. It was like real acting, and the fact that somebody could just be like, whoop, they're gone, and they didn't have to do it in like a super grotesque way. You know, it was just like, it was enough for me to feel emotionally involved. And, oh, it, Tim Burton, that team, Danny Elfman with the music, it's a magic recipe that they have that I love. And, you know, I mean, you probably feel the same, yeah? Oh, 100%. 100%. So when I'd asked about scary movies, so I had the very opposite experience with horror as a child. I was about oh, really? five. And... um. I went to a babysitter's after kindergarten and her high school son was like, I'm going to show him a movie. And she's like, okay. Didn't bother to see what it was. And it was definitely scream. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, You know, five's a little young, totally was traumatized. And then yeah. um, goosebumps also kind of the book cover, the haunted mask also. Um, oh gosh. That one freaked me out. Okay. That actually scared me. Okay. That, that as a child actually Mary Beth. Is that what was it? What was her name? Laura Beth? Lori Beth? I don't Something know. Something in there. Yep. Couldn't get it off her face. And I was freaked out, man. I Oh, I love that. The other <laughs> ones didn't scare me that much, but that one specifically horrified me. But it gets even worse because he was like, oh, that's what your face looks like. But when you look in the mirror, it's not, but it's actually stuck to your face. So <laughs> like double dramatized as a kid. And now. Oh, no. <laughs> As an adult, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love horror and Scream is my favorite movie. Right. Back to an earlier question you asked. Yeah. You were like, what's a good introduction movie? I, oh, I would say like Nightmare Before Christmas. I'd probably say Oh. That. I'd probably say Nightmare Before That's Christmas. So if good. You know, because like as a young, as a young one, I'd be like, oh, maybe that, you know, like because I have nephews now and okay. they can't really watch any of my stuff except for like this new show, like Big Nate that I'm on yeah. and Nickelodeon or it's very cute. But like, yeah, it's like Nightmare Before Christmas, I'd say it's like a good gateway for, you know, whenever you feel like they're at the right age, you know. I, that's don't great. Do that's... Too, don't do it too soon. You get one <laughs> shot, you know. I love that. Yeah, we just got a new, like, rescue cat, and she's a she's pretty cute. Like, I was really afraid that she was going to be, like, talking, because I do a lot of voiceover, so I'm like, yeah. oh, no, what did I make? But she's, like, super chill at the right moments. Oh, at the right moment. I'm like, yeah, dude. I love animals. I love animals. Yeah, that's my other side hustle is house sitting. So I literally have a million dogs that I just can pop it and watch anytime. It's great. It's my favorite. It's my favorite legend. job. <laughs> Wait a minute. Can we just give you a little bit of love and respect and just like a shout out to you because you're like on it. You're like doing all the podcasts. 
teaching students, house sitting, full time, you know, like yeah. animal parent, it seems. <laughs> yeah. No, I like I said, I like to be busy and I just that's when I yeah. thrive. If I'm if I have time to be sedentary, I all that creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do uh, that. I I try to stay as busy as possible as well. Like, you know, and then just like one or two days, I'll just be like, what? I'm not doing anything. I'm like, I'm just like, ah. I need, <laughs> I need a day to recharge and then yeah. I can go and do everything that's. um That we get... need to do. Like it's in things at once. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Cause it's sometimes there are some days where I'm like, I can't even see straight. Give me a second. <laughs> Give me like 10 minutes and I'll be good. <laughs> coffee. There's no more coffee. Ah! So looking at your filmography. Sure. I was really kind of shocked at how many like villainous or like not nice characters you play, which is so opposite of who you are as a person. So yeah. how do you like, do you like gravitate towards though? Do you like seek those out or? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I actually don't. I actually try my best to play like the funny guy or like the hero first or like, and then that like saying daybreak. Like that's a oh, Netflix thing so, I did. So good. <laughs> Thank you. Like I went in and I read for some other roles, like some of the other good guy roles. And mm -hmm. then they were like, no, it's not working. And I was like, ah, so then I came in with, you know, Terry just like three days later. And I was like, here you go. And I was kind of upset because they were like, didn't <laughs> give me the job. And they were like, hey. oh, he's amazing. They called me. <laughs> Before I got home, I had the job. I was like, wow. I was like, all it took was me not being overly nice to people. <laughs> like I said, it's I was so, like, wow. It's so different from who you are as a person. So I was yeah. like, I'm like, everything that I watched, I was like, okay, what? That was special because I got to be funny and mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not just oh, like yeah. a mean or like a twerp or like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like just the guy you want to punch in the face, but like, the guy you want to punch in the face and then he'll be like why did you do that and you know and you're like ow you keep hitting me in the face <laughs> my faith i feel it you know, you know like that's yeah. hilarious like i said go ahead and then by the end of this thing they were like the director's like chester we we could kill you or we we don't have to kill you like Okay, spoiler alert. Watch oh, yeah. the first episode. All right, but I come back in multiple, multiple episodes. <laughs> I mean, getting to work with legends like Matthew Broderick, I mean, mm -hmm. come yeah. on. I've wanted to work with that guy since he did producers, and I saw that in high school. I was like, yeah. oh, my goodness. Like, what a legend. I couldn't believe I was actually a show with him. And, but, yeah, and I was like, no, you should kill me. It's a lot cooler. You die oh. in a lot of your projects. I think it's awesome. <laughs> you die in so like, <laughs> But you don't oh, even kill me, but make it really dope. You don't even just die. Like you're losing limbs, you're losing eyeballs, and like so oh, many. Yeah. I literally was like, hang on, where was it? I had it. I was okay. So like in daybreak, you lose your hand. Cold moon, you lose your head. Monster yeah. party, you lose your foot. And then it's just like <laughs> I do lose my foot in that. And then yeah, and then in haunting uh, on fraternity row, you lose your eyes. <laughs> so I, like, I do lose my eyes in that. Oh my god. Like, oh my god. Like almost everything. You're just like you're dying, but also like you're losing limbs in the process. Yeah. So for haunting on fraternity row, practical effects. Okay, awesome. I have so much fun and it's definitely the most fun I've ever had ever. Um on uh, when I'm doing acting. 
I love, I love doing movies and I love doing stuff like, you know, that, but getting to do all these different characters. I think I do over 15 characters on Big Name, which is really crazy. And then for these new ones, it's like, I can't say <laughs> You're like you want to so bad, I'm but you know you can't. I'm all in this interview. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, Jeez, so I. Yeah, <laughs> you make it sound like I'm like pressuring you. You're not. I'm just I'm staring. pressuring me. <laughs> I want to say something so bad. It's like living like a secret agent, but I I can't. I never tell my parents. I never. My dad's always like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I can't tell you stuff. I'm doing stuff. I'm doing stuff." <laughs> dad no he's like well i'm proud of you i'm like thank you he has <laughs> okay, the but... same name as me <laughs> yeah. oh yes yeah, so i because you're because you're a third right i'm the third i'm chester rushing the third which i like oh yeah we were doing an interview <laughs> I, we were having such a good time talking about all i mean listen we could sell segues we had so many <laughs> <laughs> All right, but but in the same tangent, in the same line, yeah, yeah, though. Yeah. So you've been doing, obviously, you've been doing voice acting, and then you've done, like, in front of the camera stuff. So yeah. how different are those experiences, and is there one that you kind of prefer over the other? Yes, I would say voice acting uh, okay. right now has taught me more about acting on camera than I okay. could ever imagine. Um, A lot of people are like, yo, you're an actor on camera and you're just doing the same thing on a microphone and you're just being you. And there are some people that do that, but me, I'm not. Like I wanted to be a voiceover guy before Stranger Things, before okay. any of this. I wanted to do voiceover with all, forever. And it was only till like, and I auditioned for like five years with like seven, eight, nine times a week. And it was like, no, 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 no. Until... After right when the pandemic happened and they gave me my first job and I've been, I, you know, I bought all the equipment and bought all this cool stuff to try to not lose my job. And thank goodness I still work for them, you know, and it's gotten more and more over these years. But when I read the script, when I, when I read the script for like a game by a company that like, I played all of their games like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, my goodness. Or like, I've played this franchise since I was like a child. And mm -hmm. now I'm like reading for elite. And it's like, that excites me. That really, really excites me because I can see it and I feel it. And, um, you know, now voiceover is translating into film. And, and honestly, like I said earlier, like I go for a lot of these roles, but because of my freckles and my body type, they're like, well, you're going to be something else. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I, I'm fine with that. But it's like, you know, and I'll do the best job that I get at, you know, because getting a job is in, insanely humbling and you're full of gratitude and just like this adrenaline. You're like, I'm going to do this job. So whenever you say yes to that first job, any actors out there, Make sure it's something you really want to do. Don't do anything like super, super crazy. Here's a here's a good rule. Because it's the opportunity to do things have come up and I've turned them down. And it never do anything you are uncomfortable doing. Never do any job that you feel unsafe or uncomfortable doing. Ever. Just in just in film and just in every anything i think that's a good rule for life just in <laughs> <Right>. general life <laughs> yeah 
because I see some people be like, oh, it's going to lead to greater things if I just do this thing that I'm not comfortable with. And sometimes it doesn't. Most times it doesn't. Yeah. And that's the crazy world that, you know, don't fall into the trap because it's like, you know, think about it this way. The guy who wrote one of the songs for The Lion King, they offered him a front upfront check for it. And it was like, you know, like $10 million or whatever. And that's a lot of money. But over the course of 30 years, they have surpassed that amount by a, a long shot. And it's mm -hmm. like because they went with their integrity and they believed in what their work was. And that is the long game. If you're in it, and I, here's the thing. I love making movies and I love making stories for people. Like when I was in high school, I would just sit back and watch like How to Train Your Dragon and certain things like Kung Fu Panda. And I'm like, my goodness, I'm in tears because they're teaching me things about my life that people hadn't said before, you know, in, in metaphorical ways, you know, it's like a magical story. And every movie I feel, you, if you take that time to tell that underlying story, it's impactful. If you look at Guillermo del Toro, he's one of the best filmmakers of horror if ever, ever. Absolutely. And there's an always underlying story that beauty and human experience, at, like with Pan's Labyrinth, for example. Mm -hmm. When you see that and you feel that, you're just, it does something. It stays with you, mm -hmm. you know? So these to be able to tell these stories is a gift. And I'm just grateful to be any paint in that picture, you know? And with my voice, I get to be all different types of things. And, you know, like, hey, man, and like I'm playing all these different things. And it is, uh, I would say, just as difficult, if not harder in some ways. Because there are some days where I go to work and I'm like, I'm having this scene where I'm talking to myself in two different voices and I'm carrying a, you know, big network mm -hmm. series. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm like doing this. And it's like, wow. But when you're doing it, it's so fun. You're like, I can't believe I did it. But I, um, I, I put my all in everything. And now, now more than ever, especially with like, you know, Planet of the Apes, Lord of the Rings, all this mm -hmm. fantasy, fantasy stuff, all the new anime and like manga that they're doing into live action um there's more chances than ever for motion capture and like i was in uh the new horizon zero dawn forbidden west yep for playstation and like i had to keep that a secret for four years oh i had to keep that a secret wow. for four years and i didn't even have my script on the day they sent me one line uh, like a like a thing and then i had like 12 pages of dialogue and it was all in front of me but it was it was an awesome day. And it's like, yeah, I got to like help. I got to be in that or like, you know, with legends and surprisingly Lance Riddick from Monster Party is also in that. He plays one of the lead characters okay. in Horizon Zero Dawn as well. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, I, I loved Monster Party. That was I was like, why? That was not? my first movie in Los Angeles. OK, I was auditioning for this Monster Party movie mm -hmm. and I met with the directors on Zoom in my hotel room and uh I flew from there to Malibu. Oh, to okay. To a mansion in Malibu. And we filmed for a month in this mansion in Malibu. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was blown away. And 
guess what? My fiance, Ava, at the time, I was like, by the way, uh, we have to move to California like <laughs> now, like next week, like by next week, I got to do this movie. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah. And so believe it or not, like we moved our wedding and and stuff and she planned it over there and it was a lot. I uh, haven't really talked about that, but she's amazing. She has a center for autism for children that she's created with her mom. That's the International amazing. Center for Autism. And it's really, 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 really beautiful what they're doing. Um, they have a center here in North Texas. Okay. And um, they've been doing it for like 15 years now, but this is a new place. Okay. And uh, I did music therapy for that center. That is that's, amazing. Before I was acting in movies and everything, I, I did therapy for children <laughs> with music. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> and um, me too. I... They're my biggest fans, eh? you know, yeah. like, and even all in high school, I would spend like two blocks every day. I would go and play music for like the special needs classes and, um, you know, just spend time with fun people. And it was just like, wow. I mean, I had a, a blast doing it. And just the fact that I can still contribute in some way because I'm neurodivergent. Like I'm, I'm, I, I haven't really ever said that ever. Yeah, but like my my brain works different. That's kind of then yeah. uh, that's kind of than everybody. Uh, well, not than everybody, but than most people. So, mm -hmm. um, it's part of the reason why I think I'm mystified by horrifying. Things. I was gonna say going back to the beginning of the conversation. Uh, that's kind of why I'm like, oh, that's very cool. I, I love that. <laughs> that's amazing. I love it. I'm obsessed. That's great. So yeah, I mean, I and it's kind of like I didn't know that until like really like in the last like year i was like yeah. hey i should i wonder and i took like some tests and i was like hmm, okay i passed with flying colors I <laughs> <laughs> okay this explains like, some right. things got it all right yeah so like so like yeah i mean and i i honestly it's been remarkable to know that um there are so many opportunities for people of all walks of life to work in this amazing industry you don't have to be an actor in front of camera to work like you're doing right now this is the entertainment industry mm -hmm. what you're doing right now is the entertainment industry you're doing a podcast and i'm getting to hang out with you <laughs> that's insane to me like i was just here with my cat right <laughs> i mean i'm doing other stuff i mean right, but, right. but i mean but honestly this like highlighted my day Oh, I yeah. love that. That's I've I've worked as a producer before. That's kind of my film world. I've um, that's so cool. I produced an award-winning short film, which is a big suicide prevention video, and that was yeah. um, really big for us. Um, it was with the Nuno twins, and they are um, Latino filmmakers, and they are just wow. I love them so much. And that's one of like that's one of my like proudest projects. I'm like, yeah. Can you I, send me a link to that? I would love to check that out. Absolutely. Yeah. No. And they just did. Um, actually, one of the twins just was Emmy nominated for something else he'd worked on. So it's I'm very excited for for that. And that's we're always really big about all trying to get different um, like minorities included and just yeah, that's we're really big on representation. So you know what I was at my and this is this is so crazy. I you know, my grandma just passed a few months I'm sorry ago. Sorry to hear and, that. And uh, thank you. Thank you for your condolences. And um, of course, you know, I was there with my family and I was like, whoa, my uncle was like, you're amazing. I was like, what? He was like, dude, you know what? You're a first generation American. 
And I was like, what? He was like, your mother and us, we came from Nicaragua, man, in the 80s, dude. You're the first ones. You're the first ones here. Wow. And I couldn't believe it. I have lived like 300 years. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't have, I didn't think. Mm -hmm. Holy smokes. I'm a first generation American on my, from my mom. And wow. it is so important yeah. to me Absolutely. because, you know, I, I am Hispanic and I'm, I am also American. I'm also, you know, Irish and Cajun and a lot of flavor, you know, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of flavor. My mom, oh my goodness. You know, and I, I love that. And, and here's something I say, you know, because no, I didn't pick to be the bully people because whenever I do bully stuff in movies, mm -hmm. it's cathartic. I pull it from a real person. That's kind of why Tommy H was like so like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Or this other things were kind of like, whoa. Uh, because, you know, I was bullied a lot. Being a theater kid and, the, and you know. And, yeah, and oh, totally. Also, like, you know, having, you know, different things going on. And I was just like, wow. Um, but it's. They come from a real place. And I, I'll tell you something, and you might you might agree with me on this. I'm, it, for anybody out there that's going through like a tough time, like a hard time, like when, and like you said, your movies about, your short films about suicide prevention, it's just remember, we don't know why things happen the way they happen until after going forward from where we are now you can only see the comet's tail after it's passed as it's passing through the sky you know and where that comet everybody can see the tail only a few people get to see the burning ball that's shooting through the sky creating this remarkable thing that is our life mm -hmm. but just keep going I promise you, it gets better. It gets better. Oh yeah, that's um. I had students asking. I have um, stay tattooed. That was my first tattoo. Yeah. And all the time, I, I guess, love that. It's my beautiful. students are like, "What? What is it?" And I was like, "Oh, if you want to have that conversation, I'm happy to have it because it's got you know, it's got a ton of meaning behind it, and you know, it's kind of being asked to stay is super comforting, but asking someone to stay is kind of the opposite side of it. So that's kind of my reminder that life goes both ways, but you gotta stay. You got to, you know, um, all our failures, you know, I could see you out there trying, everybody who's trying, all of our failures make us who we are supposed to be the day that our opportunity we feel in our heart that's meant for us comes mm -hmm. and we will be ready. Absolutely. Just face it with love and face it with a little bit of kindness, kindness for yourself too. Because, Absolutely. oh my gosh, I can be my own worst critic ever. I feel I feel like everybody is. Everybody's kind of got that where it's like, I don't know. Like, I, you know, and that's, I've, I'm very big on if an opportunity presents itself, like, take yeah. it. Because you never know what's going to happen. You never know. And sometimes, like The Rock says, the best things that we want to happen that don't happen are sometimes the best things that never happen to us. Mm -hmm. But don't fret. Just keep going. Just, it's out there. 
your thing is calling for you you know that's even like with like relationships you know you like look at it and you're like oh that there's a reason why i didn't didn't work out with that person and i'm thankful for that at the time it was terrible but right now i'm really thankful a hundred percent you know it can feel like you're like oh i didn't get this thing and then my heart's gonna freaking be ripped out (laughs) you know it's like it's like oh i gotta go listen to radiohead now (laughs) he's gonna drown it out he's gotta you gotta do it you know i honestly yeah i mean just keep going forward and meet yourself with love and respect too you know it's hard to look in the mirror and say hey i am awesome Mm -hmm. and mean it but trust me you are awesome we are awesome yes have you ever seen uh, men in black the movie of course (laughs) you know at the end of the movie when they like they look at the marble and inside the marble there's another universe Mm -hmm. and inside that universe another universe and inside of that so what if i told you that inside of you there's an infinite universe inside of all of us. There's an infinite potential. I believe that. That's why I always say, keep being awesome because we are awesome inside us is awesome. The word awesome means like super, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm, I'm going to co-sign that 100% co-signing right now. <laughs> I totally, I totally feel that. And you know, when you can, appreciate yourself and it's a journey being ourself is one of the hardest things that we could ever do but mm-hmm. it is one of the most rewarding things that we will ever accomplish absolutely yeah. but, but that, okay. that conversation no that conversation is so important so i mean it's the whole reason why i do movies yeah all of this is the whole reason that i do movies i was going to be a doctor really i was going to go to medical school i had gotten all the papers and everything and to go to be a learn to be a cardiovascular surgeon. I was going to go to do medical school in Nicaragua and I was going to get a dual license for Central America and for America. Um, And I was really, really going to go for it. My theater teacher, my dad was sick at the time. Mm-hmm. He said, Chester, why do you want to be a doctor? And I said, because I want to help people. And he said, well, how do you know that with your art, with your movies or your theater or your acting or your creativity, you can't save more lives than you could as a doctor. Because what we do, what we can do when we get to that level is create a world that pulls people away from their problems. It pulls people away from their sicknesses and their bills and their things, even if it's for 10 minutes or for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or or an hour, if you're lucky. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's like a spiritual doctor. That's like yeah. a doctor for your heart and for your your spirit and your mind. Mm-hmm. And and then at the end of that year, I did a play called The Shadow Box. Okay. My dad watched me, and I actually um, played the role, uh, one of these really tough roles. Um, and I watched my father weep in the audience. At the end of the play, I couldn't see anybody else. I said, my dad crying Just... with his cane. The first time we were going through cancer. Okay. Uh, uh, he's in remission now. Amazing. Um, but at that time, it was not a not a for sure. You know, we didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I connected on that level. And I said, he said, son, I'm sorry. And I said, don't apologize for being sick. Are you kidding? <gasps> don't do that. Uh, and I, through that role was able to kind of get it a little bit 
and understand how you can be angry that this stuff is happening to you. And I was like, all right, I got to be more patient with my dad, with myself, with things. And just, you know, our art can heal us and it can help. And I, I think um, that's why I've continued to become what it is that I'm becoming and doing more positive shows to bring laughs and stuff and you know a little bit you know more stuff like that but even in horror you can do really fun fun funny stuff you know Shaun of the Dead have you ever seen you know what I mean of course oh my god like it's like horror but you're laughing and you're like oh this is amazing like oh we need more of that I am someone who tries to watch as many movies as possible especially when i need to turn the brain off for a minute yeah um i'm going to new orleans in uh january sweet so i just I, did uh had an interview with the vampire yeah in, I, uh, I watched that today <laughs> i had a cameo in that which is kind of cool <laughs> which again you also ended up you know <laughs> yeah exactly I, I, they were like you know who's good at that chester he's done it a lot <laughs> oh yeah kill chester he's not doing anything <laughs> I, Chester, have you died this week? Oh, no, no. Yeah, actually. Uh, you wanna, uh, what about next week? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I, that's fine. Dude, it's so funny. I know. The title of the episode. This, this movie's going to be the death of me. <laughs> the, the, the Amtrak from, from Chicago to New Orleans is 19 and a half hours. Holy smokes. I, I've done it to New Hampshire. That's 24. But I'm excited to have to take that time to just, I can't do anything else. I'm going to be forced to just be and... watch the yeah yeah oh so yeah <laughs> i always remember that scene from harry potter where they're like i'll take the lot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the i bring all my snacks with me yeah if i was doing that oh, one time i rode a train and i don't remember i think i was in when i was young i lived in a whole bunch of different countries oh that's awesome and my dad was in the oil field so I got to go to like Romania, France, Egypt, um, England, you know, and I think we were riding in a train around Bucharest in Romania. And we stayed in Romania for a, like a month or so and lived on the top of this like house that was there for hundreds of years. And it was like on the top of this hill, like it was like a Tim Burton movie. And at the top of this hill was only one house and it was that house. There was a caretaker of the house and her mother was a caretaker of the house and her mother for her was the caretaker of the house and so on. And her name was Patricia. She was a, the same name as my mom, a little old Romanian lady. And she uh, made us pie and I would go and pick the cherries off the tree in front. But in front, in the distance, in the mountains, you could see one of Vlad the Impaler's castles. No. Actual castle. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. And, um, it, I would watch the sunset towards that. And uh, I just went, wow, I'm, I love this so much. And now, even as an adult, I look back at that moment in my life and I'm like, that's indescribable. You know, that's like that, that, how, how, how that influenced the rest of my life to do horror movies and to do right. <laughs> spooky things and to do, <laughs> you're like, that's the thing. And as a teacher, you'll probably agree with me, hopefully. Yes. Like, nobody can be you better than you. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
you know how long it took me? It took my whole life to figure that out. I think that's part of the battle. <laughs> like, like if people would tell me that, I'd be like, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm going to be 30 other people today. <laughs> I don't feel like being mean today. I'm going to be everybody like- else. <laughs> and then it's like, whoa, 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 man. You are the reason that those characters have a heart. You know, you like we are. Yeah. And honestly, with any job that we do, my mom would say, whether you are the most famous actor in the world or a creative basket weaver, Chester, you have to do it with love and with 100% of your heart and do the best job that you can do and be you because nobody can be you better than you can be you. Oh my goodness. Thank goodness, I, for, thank goodness for moms. Just I know. They're the best. <laughs> And I got this one little audition for Nicaragua, uh, for not Nicaragua, <laughs> for Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. And I've been on that show. So I, I did that audition for Zeph on Nickelodeon. Uh, and it was like, boom, I had a job and I've had that job for three years, which has been really, really a blessing. They originally, the show was not even supposed to be on television, but now really? it's on every Friday night. Yeah, Nick, yep. which is crazy. And the call, like, it's just amazing that we were able to finish this movie and give it love. And certain people watched it and were like, this is really, really, really cool, like what we're doing. And it's like unfortunate like the that their vision couldn't be completely solidified, mm-hmm. you know, because of the restrictions that we had. Yeah. But the fact that it came out and it was awesome. And also the writer wrote Final Destination and freaking amazing. He's amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. Like I said, this whole team, I was just like, this, I don't understand how this didn't get this fanfare it deserved. <laughs> like, this is insane. Tim, yeah. Tim also, didn't Tim also do that? Yeah. He directed that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was like, ins- so yeah. You want to know how I got that job? Yes, I do. <laughs> I was at a comedy club. I was at a comedy club. So Ava and I went to a comedy club with our friend Jeff. I have like, this is really odd. This is really odd. I have eight, like, I don't have a lot of friends. Uh-huh. Well, you're one of my friends. So I would say, like, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. But the ones that I did have when I was in L.A., I had, like, eight friends named Jeff. <laughs> so I'm not even knows. kidding. I had eight friends named Jeff. And I think even the guy that wrote the call's name is Jeff. Yep. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I was at, yeah. I, this guy's name is Big Jeff. Okay. Because he's over six five, he's like over Dang. six four, six five. He's ginormous. Yeah, and he would walk around with me, him and his wife. You know, I felt super safe with them. So anyway, we were there to see a guy named Sean Kanan, who's okay. a friend of Jeff and acquaintance of mine. He does Cobra Kai. I think okay. that's right. Okay, Sean Kanan. He did some stuff, and he was he was performing. And then then after the show, we went into the back of the comedy. The venue house venue <laughs> and to the back, the back VIP place. And I was like, wow, this is cool. I'm coming back here. And it was at the laugh factory. And oh, like, yeah. I think that's where it was. And, um, or something like that. Yeah. And right on sunset and, uh, the director, Tim was back there and I met him and he met Ava and he was like, I got an idea for a movie. You'd be good in it. I'd be like, what's the movie? <laughs> and he's like, let's go the call. I was like, Oh, you want to kill me in it? And they were like, <laughs> they were like no, I didn't say that. They, I oh, wish you I was, did. I wish I did, though. Oh, that's so, that's, that's hilarious, literally. 
<laughs> I did. I said, I'm just so grateful. And and I thought they were going to be like, oh, you know, like, yeah, we'll pay you like a hundred bucks. I was like, okay, whatever. No, they were like, no, it's a movie. I was like, holy crap. I was like, what? what i love this this is amazing and then they just he just was like you're the guy i was like okay and i went on and i got the job that's how i got the job i just met him and he was like you're gonna do this if you want and i was like okay cool one other show he does that they offered me that i didn't end up getting to do ended up winning an emmy oh like two emmys they, they offered me that like this Tim offered me that before this. Like, I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know. And I, I I am just grateful, you know, because like you said, like people are like, wow, he's like, you know, I mean, I may not be the hero or I may not be like the main guy in all of them, but, you know, in something like The Call, it was my first time to really stretch my legs and kind of play the not as bad guy with a lot of internal stuff going on. And I just think everybody in that movie, besides myself, did a beautiful job. Oh, it's like, you know, like they say about, you don't need to go to another planet to find what an alien might look like. You just got to look at the bottom of the ocean. Right. Like we have things on Earth that are just as mysterious as exploring a distant planet. Exactly. We have people on Earth that are more interesting than a character you could create. Yes. Aggressively true. Aggressively true. That's why I think it's so important to, like you said, keep that integrity and have diverse people with a whole bunch of different uh, perspectives to Mm -hmm. come together on a team. I think if you're great at working on a team and have a great, you know, any sort of vibe to to bring your own idea, that's it takes courage to do that. Yeah. And I think it's a really cool thing. And the more of us that do that, the more cool things will be made, you know? Yes. Yeah. I'm like I, 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 I'm able to kind of like just be there, I guess, mm-hmm. like with us right now, like I'm yeah. with you right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's it's just active listening, I guess. I just <laughs> um, trying to do it. Anyway. I'm also a youth group leader because again, I can't just do nothing. And we did a right. Youth, we Jeez, did a it's cool. <laughs> we did a youth conference, and we um, I actually gave a whole like 45 minute like lecture about like, are you listening or are you just like hearing? Are you actually comprehending what's being said or are you just waiting to speak? waiting for your turn to talk? Yeah, I know. So it was we did really a skill. Well, and we, how we practiced it was I threw a prompt out at them and they were in groups of three and they, they could answer it. But all you could answer with was thank you for sharing. You couldn't ask any follow-up questions. You couldn't give your input. You just had to say, thank you for sharing. And usually, and so like the, they got a little bit heavier, like each question kind of got a little bit deeper. And then it's just kind of like, so after each one, it's like, okay, so what, what was hard about that? And like, I wanted to know more about this. And it's like, well, now we can be better at listening. So yeah. So that's definitely, when you said active listening, I was like, oh, I literally just taught this the other day. (laughs) That's actually, it's, and it's like a trait of like really good, it's like what you learn the most in acting school. I think there's exercises that you do, right? Like that, that help train that part of the brain that, you know, it's, it's social media apps and stuff uh, I feel have contributed to, um, and also not learning some of those tools. Like it's hard to like know 
that you're doing something until you know like waiting for your turn to talk or and, or like you know until somebody's like hey are you like in this conversation are you like you know what i mean and you're like mm -hmm. ah, yeah. but to me i'm like i always have like the opposite problem i'm like able to pay attention to two three conversations at once yep. and like retain it and i'm like like i want to freak out like sometimes <laughs> No, but like I'd say it makes me nervous. It's the teacher brain for me where it's like I have one kid talking to me and I'm hearing something else over here and I'm like, I am listening to you, but I'm also hearing what's going on over here and I yeah. need to handle that really quick. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. So how do you prepare? So I'm jumping a little bit to just your horror career. Um, how do you prepare for those roles where you're like losing limbs? Like I'm really hung up on this whole losing limbs thing because I'm just I love it, dude. I think it's so <laughs> I was cool. Like what? I uh I uh honestly it was waste okay. So in my one of my first movies I did with Christopher Lloyd called Cold Moon, I lost my head in that. Yeah. And in the scene that is my funeral um, my actual parents are there. Really? And my dad couldn't do it. Oh. My dad started crying and they had, he left, he left the building. Wow. He, oh, shoot. My dad was, I it makes me emotional because I never seen my father crying except right. when he lost his dad. Okay. You know? Yeah. My dad's a Vietnam vet. He, he's an old school guy. But that, because it was like so real to him. They had me in the, in. they put me in the coffin. Yeah. And painted me, you know, my head yeah. and everything. And I was like so still and that, that smog in the room. And like, mm -hmm. it was just my face. And my dad was sitting there watching that with my mom. My actual parents were mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And it, it, it just like, he's like, I uh, like. Too messed real. Messed him up. Too real. <laughs> it yeah. Messed him up. My mom was like, oh my gosh, Chip, what? Like I couldn't, yeah. And I and I didn't even notice until like after they were like, "Oh, your dad had a whole thing happen, man." You're like, "Oh, sorry, dad." Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot yeah. for him. And um, so for me, like, I thought it was cool because with a decapitation scene, they actually like in I did one in Interview with the Vampire this yeah. new season. Yep. And I did one in Cold Moon. Um. And they basically stick straws in your nose and they do a head cast. And okay. Basically, they put you in a chair and it can take like two hours, three hours. So sure. it can take an hour and a half to two hours if you have a whole team. If you yeah. have like a whole team of people, it goes very smooth and it's safe. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what, they start putting all these like goop on your head. They mm -hmm. wrap your head in, in like a these like gauze. And then they put all this stuff on your head. And the guy's like, are you able to breathe? Are you able? And you can't move and you can't talk because it creates air bubbles. Right. And and you can only breathe out of this little hole. Sometimes they, they on some of them, they couldn't put straws because my nose had to be a certain shape. So oh, he had to okay. physically be there lifting this yeah. putty from drying to where I was going to suffocate. Whoa. every time and i'm like fascinated by it I'm <laughs> like, like that's amazing <laughs> and it's like wow i love this and they're like yeah. oh and it gets hot and they put it from your shoulders complete black yeah. dark 
can't hear, can't see, can't feel anything. And you're really hoping the guy continues to make you breathe. Yeah. And then you're there for about a stillness, an hour and a half ish, 45 minutes to an hour and a half. It yeah. takes a long time to get it off correctly. And, um, you know, it gets tight. It starts oh. drying. So it gets oh, yeah. hot and then it tightens and then it becomes the same. For and so when it, that plaster tightens, they're like, are you okay? You're not choking, are you? And you're like, no. <laughs> you're like, I can't tell you if I am or not because I can't move. They're like, thumbs up or thumbs down, you know? Thumbs, yeah. If they were like, if you do thumbs down or you do like this, they're going to rip that off of you. Okay. Because it, it is life or death. Like you right. can die. Like I'm laughing. Right. But like you can die. <laughs> like I've done some stuff where I'm like, I could die. Like I'm cold moon. I fought yeah. underwater in a rushing bayou in an actual broken down car with alligators in the actual water. And the guy was from the alligator wrangling show. And I was yeah. like, are there alligators in this bayou? In bad in, in, in like, aren't there alligators in this bayou? And they were like, yeah, but they're sleeping. Don't worry about it. He was like, and I like the I, I used to know a guy that in another movie with alligators. Yeah. That I did was called My Father Die. Yeah. I just watched yeah. that one too. Thank you. That was a crazy. That was so heavy. That movie was that, so heavy. I was not prepared. <laughs> it was very no, heavy. That's, that's some very heavy themes. Yeah. Like, anyway, so I'm in this boat and they had a 16 foot alligator, 15, 16, 17 foot, something like that. Yeah. Big alligator. It was about 12 plus years old and it was their alligator that they brought. And he let it out. The guy looked like my like my dad's brother, like this Cajun guy, just like, yeah. hey, oh shoot, man, yeah, <laughs> like, and I was like, and I saw them, and they had him by a little string, yeah. And I'm in a piro, I'm in a little metal boat that's just like a tiny canoe, and they let the gator in the water. Yeah, they see my yeah. action come back. <laughs> <laughs> they let the gator in the water, and all of a sudden, oh man. It started coming to me like that, doom, 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 like a shark sound effect. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I had to be like I wasn't paying attention. And then off camera, there was a man pointing a rifle with at the gator the entire time. Because wow. they were like, hey, this gator never kill anybody. But if it goes sideways. But there is a chance... That, that it could kill you. And if that starts to happen, this guy's going to shoot at it. <laughs> so and I was like, okay. So back to your original question. No, I did not go seek out these roles. <laughs> <laughs> they just found me. And I said, yes. Yes. I it's said, okay. I really, I really want a job. I said, I said yeah, that's cool. And then oh. after a while, the alligator didn't scare me. Yeah. And they put it back up into the car. And I said, oh, it's a safe little alligator. It's yeah. so cute. A huge alligator. I was yeah. like, and I said, oh, it's so cute. And the guy putting it away had a finger missing. Oh. And he was laughing and he was like, <laughs> and I was, and I was like, it's so cute. And I was like, can I pet it? Like, can I touch it? And he was like, sure, you could pet him. I did. <laughs> no. And he was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, 
Never mind. <laughs> You're like, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But I wanted to. Yeah. No, that didn't even. Like it was like a Petco creature. That didn't like, like oh, I... yeah, sure. I can go get yeah, one. No, like I could touch it, right? It's not going to. It's in a. No. And he was like, you know that they can knock down a whole tree with their tail. They could swing their tail and knock down a tree. Imagine what it would do to you, little boy. It's in. That's uh, I worked at Disney in college, and um, it is a college program, and we had gators in the back. You could just see them oh, passing, cool. and I was like, "Oh, great, cool!" And there was one day we went, like, we were going out of the apartment. And I was like, "Oh, those birds are not nice. We're gonna go the other way because we're gonna get beat up." It's <laughs> like Florida. You got some animals. I'm a little scared of them. There are some <laughs> animals. I loved it. I love Disney. I think it's awesome. Yeah. You know, I did the college cool. program, so I was there for six months. Oh, you did? Yeah, loved it. Loved it. I still have friends. I did that 2014. So that was, because um, I graduated high school 2011. So yeah. that was, you know, that was a big part. And we all still talk. And, you know, that was almost 10 years ago. year after me. Yeah. You know, I'm turning, know. I'm, I'm, I'm turning 30 a week from tomorrow. So that's, you Hey, know. <laughs> happy early birthday. Thanks. A very like, merry and birthday to you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, that's, I was like, this is like the perfect way to like end my 20s. Like, this is so, this is, this is great timing. This is fun. That's I so love fun. it. That was, I said, I've been, um, this year was very much the independent year. So like, I went to StrangerCon by myself. I was there by myself the whole time. And I was like, nope, we're going to, we're going to do this. And it was great. I loved it um thank you for coming out and seeing us in oh my gosh of course it was it, like i said it was great everybody every everyone i met was so lovely it was just loved it and i got some cool like credit points with my students because they're like oh, oh yeah because like they, i've got a few stranger things stickers on my water bottle they're like oh you like stranger things i was like yeah and i met some of the cast too and they're like what it's <laughs> like yeah hang on <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, I'd talk with Chester. Right, and I'll be like, and then I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, no, because they they know when I like, when I like describe, I'm like, oh, yeah, so when I like describe, I'm like, yeah, Tommy, he's kind of like the jerk best friend. They're like, I know who that is. And they all get really excited. And I was like, that's awesome. Like that they are excited and they like, so they know who you are. (laughs) So it's just kind of. I'm always so, it was so interesting to find out that like whenever I was incognito at the New York Times Square Stranger Store, Stranger Things Store. Yeah. They were like asking the, the people in line and I was one of the people in line questions. They were oh. like, hey, what seasons do you like? What season do you like the best? And they were like, the first one. And everybody said that. And I almost cried. Oh, my gosh. Because they have done so many. And, yeah. you know, I'm like, nobody remembers that anymore. And then mm-hmm. it's like, no, they do. Some people really do. They're like, yo, this was it. They were like, it was the vibe. And then. The vibe got to a different vibe, you know? Yeah. And it's a cool vibe right now. Like, yeah. I love the special effects. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Um, I really, 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 really love whenever they, I mean, they spend millions of dollars on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. We better look good. Dang. Yeah. What the heck were you doing if it doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was, and I, like, watched all four seasons. Like, I rewatched them all leading up yeah. to that event. So I was like, all right, if I'm going to be in these room with these people, I want to be able to be like, yes, I can fully appreciate what what it is in, in its entirety so it's so cool you've been in yeah. a few different genres so is there a genre that you haven't done yet that you're like itching to do yeah like i'd love to do superhero stuff like that's awesome like i'd like to do like a superhero thing like i don't know yeah. like i love the boys uh oh, spin-off fan- fantastic thing. i i haven't seen like this i saw some of the series and i was like i really i thought that was cool yeah but i like the cartoon version of the boys too yeah where they're like, oh, you know, they had like Aquafina and all that stuff and mm-hmm. each one was different. And I thought that was really special. 
I'd like to do something like that. I'd like to do an action movie. Okay. So I think it would be really cool. Um, I train really hard for it. I used to be black belt. Like you know I used to be like I got up to like, yeah, I was given a black belt um, by like my teacher, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And they didn't do it like, oh, pay for the black belt. Like, sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> I was like wiping the floors down and stuff for like years. <laughs> I was like, OK, at Friday, they're like, I think you earned this. <laughs> You're like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. I went to my karate studio for free. OK. Because I was like, hey, I got this, you know, I would go to theater and then. The days I didn't have theater, like once or twice a week, I'd go to karate and I'd help out with the kids and I'd like help like yeah. clean stuff and stay after because I just like all my friends were doing like bad things like drugs yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to mess up my my mind, you know? No, absolutely. I, I couldn't do it. So I stayed at the rec center and did that and theater. So I, uh, you know, I think it would be cool to uh, yeah. to like try like Keanu Reeves does amazing. Like yeah. he does amazing stuff. He's like, you know, he's done like the Matrix and stuff, and that takes a lot of physical. And mm-hmm. I did a lot of fighting with Daybreak. Like we had yeah. the Marvel stunt team teach us that really? fight choreography. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I- they did Avengers. They did the okay. same fight choreography. Did Avengers, and and I was like, hey, I was on. Like, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't run in general <laughs> that much currently. Sure. Um. And at that time, I I do now, but at that time I didn't. And we were at sea level in LA. Okay. And the the set in New Mexico is at 9,500 plus elevation. Okay. So the day I got there, I had a massive, massive elevation sickness. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't even drink water. I was like throwing that up. (laughs) And um, I had to get like, air on a ventilator no way whenever we were running because it was like i was throwing up water and like the third day they were like go run and train with the marvel stunt team and i was like oh shit i felt so that was the first time in my career that i felt unprepared okay and i never want to feel that way again sure you know i never that's why i'm like if somebody gave me the opportunity to do that i'd be like so on it like joe keery yeah in the first few seasons of stranger things joe was he told me, he was like, yo, I have to run two miles every day. I was like, what? Two miles a day? You mean a month, right? He was like, no, a day. I was like, I can't do that. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh. I was like I'll go lift up a rock or something. <laughs> we'll lift up this rock. We'll call it a day. I'll lift you, man. Come with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I pushed him in that fight scene and he flew across the whole thing. Uh, he must have helped himself, but either yeah. that or I'm a superhero. I don't... <laughs> Joe Curie was at DePaul the same time I was at Columbia. So we were at college in <laughs> oh, Chicago cool. the same time. Yeah. I just saw I saw him at the Lala after show um, this summer. His band is amazing. Oh, my. I it was I post animal post animal he did he did a few songs with post animal they showed up at the venue because i did the after show so lala big stage didn't do that small venue like my favorite small venue in chicago he played and i was like this is amazing and it was just such a great vibe it was so good so i was on tour doing music before i did yeah yeah i was gonna say i saw i saw on on spotify you got some stuff so yeah not anything recently but some of my older stuff got some stuff though so what yeah I, i was opening 
so when I got Stranger Things, I had a band. I was on tour. I had a label. I had like wow. that I was on. And okay. I, I was like opening for like Train and The Fray, Five Seconds of Summer. No like, way. Every month I was like insane. And um, playing at the House of Blues regularly mm -hmm. at the side stages. And, yeah. you know, just regional musician, you know, not, not yeah. anything bigger than that. And um, when I got the role for Stranger Things, people were like, you're taking away time from your band. And then they went all nuts. No, it's okay. We had, they, they were, they were really, really, really talented guys. And, yeah. you know, we ended up having a different in career paths and mm -hmm. I, I needed to keep going uh, with my acting and stuff and as well. And I, and now I've done like studio music for BMG and okay. I sing at work for like, you know, Nickelodeon sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like for me, to be honest, that's like rock star in my opinion, yeah. because what's the difference? Like if right. I went to a recording studio and I did a song that ended up being super big and played on the radio and it was like a hit in America, right? Yeah. That I went to a studio, I sang into a microphone and it played all over America a few times on the radio. But yeah. when I go to work and I sing a song at Nickelodeon, it goes to 172 countries Bananas. and airs. Yeah. And it's like, that's incredible. So it's like, to me, it's like, I get to still do it. Yeah, it's, it's like the best of both. Yeah, it's the best of both worlds. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I, that's no, awesome. Yeah, I love it. You know, I was going to say, I was going to bring up the music too, because I was just like, all right, I, yeah. you know, you did that too. And it's kind of, you know, it's, it's very, they're both very different creative outlets, but when you can marry them together, like, again, win-win. Yeah. Like the company that I've been, so I'm right now leading a, um, two, I'm, I'm right now I'm leading four different animated series which Amazing. is really really cool yeah and two of them are for the same company um that i can't say but yep. they just found out like after the last like year that i could play music and i i just got to play music for them live and oh, in front of the producers so cool. and stuff and I, it was it was really cool i i put my heart in it and i really practice because yeah here's the thing for me now like if i get a song or i play it yeah it's like it's not about me. Like the message of the music is bigger than me. It's bigger than, because anybody can sing the great song. Mm -hmm. I'm just the person that ended up getting to sing this or yeah. ended up getting to write it or whatever. And it's like, it is special because I connected to it. Mm -hmm. And if I connected to it, somebody else out there is connecting to it. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't matter to me if I'm Chester Rushing singing the song or if I'm somebody from like, I don't know, I'm a unicorn singing the song in a magical fairy movie. I don't yeah, care. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I'm still, this song like, I'm still doing song. it. I like impacting people and like, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like, so like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's why I sang in Monster Party. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> that was so chilling. I literally, I was like, I don't think I can ever hear this the same. Like, I was like, I, I chose to do that. I was like, okay. oh, well, it would be so creepy if I sang. It was. <laughs> it was incredibly creepy. I and was the like... reason I sang that song, the um, "You Are My Sunshine," I think that's yep, what I that, said. That, yep, that's what it was. Was because my first play that I went to, that I went and did on stage at my high school, was the Diviners. And it was like, I was helping this little kid and his, you know, and I was like, I was like helping them and I, and me and this girl, yeah, um, who is no longer with us. She was a beautiful, okay. beautiful friend of mine. She yeah. passed from cancer and we sang that song together 
as we oh. were like helping this kid become undirty because he had like been yeah. beaten or thrown in a river or something crazy. Yeah. And it reminded me of that. And I said, dang, if I don't, and I, I don't know why, Yeah. but the, the image of Christine and it came into my head and that song popped in my head and I said, it won't be scary. And so <laughs> it's like, I'm going to honor you, but in a really know, creepy I'm way. No, I, I did because I remember how beautiful a moment was that was and I was like, oh, you know, I got it. I didn't know I was, I was going to get another job after that. Sure, you know? right. It's like you do a movie and you're like, oh, well, got to go look for another job. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's the hard part. People don't understand. It's like, oh, you did like a whole bunch of movies. You must be like oh, ooh, super rich. You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> My students think that's like you have all these jobs. Like you're like rich, right? And I was like, you're like funny. <laughs> Danny Pudi, like he played. Uh, I think it's Dan Danny Pudi. He played um, Abed in yeah. um, Community. Yes, oh, he was like community. on the. He was like on an interview, and they were like, "So, what do you like to do? Do you like you're an actor? You're like." <laughs> Do you buy like plane tickets and like go out to fancy restaurant? He's like, dude, I'm on DuckTales. <laughs> He's like, bro, I'm on DuckTales. I like bought some cool socks. I'm excited about no. it. <laughs> I love that though. It's great. <laughs> right? You're like, how down to earth is that? Like, yeah. Whatever. Oh my gosh. I love yeah. it. Oh my gosh. Well, I've, I've, I've definitely, we've, We've definitely gone way over time, but oh, I've had so much fun I'm, talking like to you. Like I said, I'm so glad we were able to make this work again. I know you're yeah. super busy and I know, like I said, my schedule as, as busy as I am, it's a lot more flexible, but um, what do you want to plug? Where can people find you? All that good stuff. You can just find me on uh, all my social medias, just at Chester Rushing. And remember to be kind to yourself and to keep being you and to keep being awesome. And that's all I want to plug. Just, Amazing. I hope that the people out there had a fun time and um, got to laugh along with us a little bit. And just the fact that you gave me a little bit of your time, it means the world. Oh my gosh, so right back at you. I appreciate, again, I appreciate this so much. It's oh, made my day, made my week. This I've been is... having a rough one, so this has been great. It feels good to laugh with yeah. a cool person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, real. 